You're listening to The Kylo Show, the podcast where we talk about how to keep your love on no matter what and why whole healthy families are going to save the world. And it starts right now. Hello and welcome to The Kylo Show. If you're watching, you've already clued on that there's something a little bit different this time Mm -hmm. around. We kicked the boys out for this, (laughs) the rest of this marriage podcast. podcast series that we were doing on the Kylo show and uh the ladies yes are taking over you know you know girls rule it's it's our turn boys rule is something <laughs> like that <laughs> something like that yeah so you heard from um you know we kind of did a little bit different style and outline yeah. um i wasn't in here when the guys recorded <laughs> so i think it's Dad never starts the show, yeah. so he had to do it all on his own. I wonder if Finn <laughs> took over my job. <laughs> but uh, so they were talking about what it means to be a husband, and mm-hmm. we're talking about the other part of this thing yeah. of marriage, which is the wives. Super fun because, well, I've been married to a preacher for so many years. <laughs> I'm usually not the one talking. Yeah. So I always want to say when I get when I finally get the microphone, like, brace yourself. Like, it's, it's my oh, turn. <laughs> I have a voice too. Yeah. uh, Oh, that's funny. Yes. So we're we're talking about, um, or at least gonna kind of talk around Mm -hmm. the the title of this one is called the S word. (laughs) The S S Uh word. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) so that whole submit, uh, Mm -hmm. just what that word is, and and the context of it, and you know, actually in. Genesis 2, when Eve's created, all that, uh, her actual design is to be a helper. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know, when you read that verse... You think you, of dishes and laundry? <laughs> no, I don't think of that <laughs> at all. But that's what I was wondering. Was like, What do you think of when you you think about, you know, helpful opposite? Is, I, I don't know how to say the Greek word mm-hmm. for it. Um, yeah. And I want to tempt it because there's too many letters in there yeah. together. It wouldn't be entertaining for... Anyone? Yeah. But what do you think about that as far as the helper role that she was originally, you mm-hmm. know, that's what God made a woman for? Well, the the Bible also calls the Holy Spirit the helper. Mm-hmm. A helper will come, comforter mm-hmm. will come. And I, I, that's kind of how I look at it. Like my my role is to come alongside and be a companion and, and a helper. Um, I do think that it is, uh, you know, a lot of people have twisted it into this is the role that you have as a woman, as a wife is very much, you know, a side note. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just a side bar to whatever the man's doing. And and I I think there are some traditional roles that people get into. I'm not saying those are bad, but it's not a containment. It's Mm -hmm. not a, a boundary that you have to stay... You know, a lot of women, even in ministry, are in helping kind of roles, mm-hmm. admin or children, or and part of it that is gift mix. A lot of time, not necessarily a um, it can be a pigeonhole that you're stuck in, but the children's pastor. yeah. But the actual wor- word, you know, helper for me is a um, like the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know, which is a pretty big role. Totally. <laughs> I, I would say this, reading that verse, it's similar for me in that I look at how different Ben and I are in everything. Like we mm-hmm. just went camping and 
yeah. <laughs> that was on display. So my I assist in the things that he isn't able to bring yeah. or doesn't bring. Mm-hmm. And part of that is just giftings or makeups mm-hmm. differently. But the other part is as a woman and as a mother role and, yeah. and how you you feed into that, you know. I was just laughing thinking about he's collecting the firewood. I didn't go out to do that. Yeah. I'm like, that's <laughs> your job. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to make sure that we had all the food that we needed mm-hmm. and I'm organizing that, I'm gathering that yeah. and I'm cooking and and we're cleaning up and I'm making sure everyone's warm, you know, and he's concerned about those things too, but it does feel like the helper role is, you know, two equal parts assisting yeah. in the gaps. And the hard part for me with that, uh, this beautiful design that God had for us in, in our roles, oh. you jump down to Genesis three and Eve eats the apple and, you know, <laughs> and you are... Thanks Eve uh-huh, for and, being hungry that day. She just... Screwed it up from that point <laughs> yeah. on, but after that, it 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 says you will uh, your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Yeah, and and so another my Bible kind of translates like you uh, you will desire control over him, and mm. and so what yeah. shift then was our our enjoyment and our satisfaction and our, our, our peace with being the helper turned into, mm-hmm. I want to be in charge. Yeah. I, I'm going to fight for a position that I no longer see as equal, that there's one greater than the other. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I see when I read that verse in Genesis three is the, the curse that came yeah. in that moment. Which we're thankful for Jesus who changed all that. <laughs> yeah. But that's absolutely. very, I mean, you're, you're talking about a very Old Testament kind of um, absolutely curse, an absolute curse. And then you, that is, we revert to that. It almost seems that when we're struggling or mm-hmm. we feel powerless, we revert to that Old Testament control and, you know, rule over you. And it's, it's very orphan spirit mm-hmm. stuff. It's it's my job to protect me. It's my job to get yeah. what I need from you, you know, because you're not doing it. So it's my mm-hmm. job. And yeah. I, th- yeah, it's just very, you know, there's, Jesus made a way out of that. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thankful, <laughs> you know, yeah. just even we go on to Ephesians 5, which is the probably one of the most quotable scriptures, you know, mm-hmm. uh, wives submit yourselves to your husbands. People stop there often. That's the end of that scripture. <laughs> Wives submit required to your husband. <laughs> um, and the, the rest of it is as you do to the Lord, which is a pretty big submission mm-hmm. um, that the husbands have toward the Lord, like they're connected to Jesus, you know, for the husband is head of the wife. And that the head mm-hmm. is not uh, transcribed as, uh, translated as boss, mm-hmm. you know, you, you that doesn't mean boss. Um, the word there, he- head, is really like headwaters. Mm-hmm. It's an actual source, you know. And Jesus is a source for man, and so it's it's completely messed up when it gets translated that way, and and uh, used <laughs> against women to keep them in their place, kind right. of thing. That's that's why women get triggered when you say the word submit to your husbands, because if you're in a very dysfunctional relationship. There's a lot of pain involved around that word, submit. Right. You know. 
Um, I, I do think about the, um, like you mentioned this before, our worst self, you know, when we're triggered or in pain, we go back to that Old Testament piece. It almost is when we come out of the alignment of being submitted to Christ and remembering mm-hmm who he is and what he did for us, just like in miracles, just in signs and wonders, when we walk away from even that partnership with the Holy Spirit and we live in this place, we, we make the, the friction and the struggle in marriage so much harder Yeah, because we decide to live in the curse instead of living in our freedom. Absolutely. Yeah. And and Ephesians goes on to say, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. Mm -hmm. He gave himself. Mm-hmm. He gave himself up, and I think that that selflessness, you know, that sacrifice, um, that's the way out mm-hmm. of and love. I mean, the 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 real co- connection or or power in a marriage relationship is, I love you. I love you above all things. I love you above conflict. I love you above yeah. all the problems we have with finances or kids or whatever. And if you're submitted to the Lord, it's easy mm-hmm. for me to s- submit or whatever yeah. to to you because we are in this together. We are partners. We're we're not. Um, you know, there's not. One, we take turns being the boss, and yeah. it's not like that. You know? And that that submitting yourself, um, like we do to the Lord, it's I'm going to trust you beyond my understanding. I'm going to you know we we are. Our heart and affections are turned towards the Lord. Like that's what we should be mm-hmm. postured, postured as, and praising Him and thanking Him and being yeah. in this place. Like, and that's what the Lord's asking us to do as wives is to stay in that place of gratitude and vulnerability. And you know, I we always joke. I'm I'm a spicy woman. I don't know where it came I don't from. Know. It's clearly it's just not for very me. confusing <laughs> where it came from. And I love telling people that I feel that I can completely submit my life to Ben. Yeah. And and he's done an excellent job of loving me like Christ loves the church. But it's all it's that first part is so much my job of can I do this regardless of what you're going to do? Yeah. Because that's my part to own. And if I don't show up as that in our marriage, I'm just adding so much hostility almost to this yeah. thing. And then that's where we land back at the Old Testament curse. Yeah, gas on the fire. Mm-hmm. You know, It's bad when you, the husband's like, you need to submit to me. And then it's gas on the fire when she, you know, oh. reacts to that. I, I, you know, growing up, I had a very powerful mom who was a businesswoman and, and all those things. And, um, and she struggled just in the world of, of men, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, just always working with someone that was a man that, you know, she, so she had triggers. And I think there's a lot of women that have triggers and I get it. Um, I, you know, my, I mean, my story, whole, my story in ministry yeah. is everywhere I looked at it, there was men in charge and there was no women leaders at the same level. And it was a long struggle to, get that changed, um, but it did happen, but it, it was hard. Mm-hmm. But I think that trigger... And then then you have abusive husbands. So I, I think there's there's women living in situations we know not of. You know, we, we have men that are submitted to the Lord, so we have a different experience. But I think even in my early days, I mean... Um, if, if I even smell a hint <laughs> of... of 
control. I'm, I'm reacting full force. I mean, that was kind of my go-to anyway, was we, we shared this before, but my, I wasn't like go away and think about it and come back with a great answer. I was like, let's roll, you know? <laughs> and so I was, I was definitely the gas on the fire, but in those early years, um, but there's just a lot of, of, of pain and it's, it's really the, the Kylo five of, of learning those kinds of tools so that you can communicate because it's often a communication problem. The husband needs something. Mm-hmm. The only reason he would pull out the submit to me woman card is that was, that was the last card in his deck because <laughs> he's at his wits end. And mm-hmm. so he's pulling out this, this thing, you know, um, and there's cultures that are, I've traveled a lot. I've seen cultures where women are really oppressed and it's happening still in other cultures. It's happening in America, in the church often. But why is that husband powerless? What's going, why does he feel powerless? And what can he do? What can they do about changing their communication style based in love and, and commitment and connection and mm-hmm. all those things? to get out of this this cycle of abuse because that's how it feels. It feels like you're oppressing me. Mm-hmm. And anyone that feels like they're drowning is going to fight like crazy to get out of there. Yeah, they fight like crazy or they eventually just give in and give up and stop having vision, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they become the powerless person. Uh, Dad wrote uh, confronting the glass ceiling of women in the church, mm-hmm. powerful and free. Mm-hmm. And a lot of your story is in there of kind of what you had to fight for when you specifically talking about yeah. there weren't very many men or women in the same roles, men in yeah. church and, and just the scriptures and, and different things that um, kind of put on display the role of a woman in church and, yeah. and the legalistic and religious perspective yeah. and, um, and really, I think what Jesus was intending and the empowerment of it right. as well. I I think the other piece I in submission for wives, like really being able to own our part of when mm-hmm. we're not doing a good job of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about the early days of of Ben and I when I defaulted back to kind of more of partnering with the curse and, and desire to rule. Yeah, and being afraid in my being afraid state, I would go in and try and control the situation. And we just had this conversation yesterday. We were driving home and I said, you know, I don't need anything from the situation. I, and I won't give you details because I don't want to. So you're going to have to just (laughs) go with whatever (laughs) I say Keep it to yourself. Uh But the, whatever we were talking about, I could see that I was scared Mm-hmm. of something, of a potential something. And yeah. and I'm like, oh, man, I don't... But I think this is my insecurity. But if I hide it, my insecurity grows, and maybe it's just me. But if I hide this insecurity and then I keep encountering it, all of a sudden I'm punishing Ben for something that never happened, exactly. but it's very real because yep. my insecurity is so mm-hmm. loud. So if I do a really poor job of exposing my heart, submitting to him, letting him into those most vulnerable spots and saying, okay, I'm a, I, I, this thing keeps happening and I have this experience, but I'm triggered, which I know is my own insecurity. And I know you are a godly man. You're a good man. All these things. 
but I don't know what to do with this. And he's like, do you need something? I'm like, I don't think I need anything. I just need you to know mm-hmm. where my heart is and my, my fear or struggle. And, and so in this place of this exchange, like we're actually before I would totally just <laughs> begin to punish Ben yeah. for something that never happened. Something he didn't do. And thinking that, you know, he has motives or he intentionally forgot to do this or yeah. he was really you're faking he's, he's so selfish you know he was you know i just think i make up these stories yeah. because i i allow the curse to take residence and i allow myself to be mm-hmm. to operate out of this place instead of going back into the you know the blood of jesus and going okay this is what you died for yeah. you gave us this gift on so many levels okay i'm going to partner with <laughs> this truth rather than that lie and and we get to have this beautiful mm-hmm. conversation that just produces connection and more security to this place where I'm scared. Yeah. And and I owning that role. Mm-hmm. Now, I know not everybody has a husband that's going to respond like Ben does. Sure. But I, I also think there's a lot of husbands that might actually if we gave them better opportunities. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. I I know in our early days I I had a um you know, we were we would fight, and and often, um, Danny would go into a protection mode mm-hmm. for others. Yeah. While I'm pitching a fit <laughs> over here, he would step into like I'm going to protect the kids from your anger, which hurt me like crazy. I just yeah. was like, I might as well be a slug and go, you know, dig in the garden here. A tomato worm, which is what I'm fighting <laughs> at my house. Um, These things are gnarly. And so it's through inner healing, mm-hmm. I realized I'm triggered when I don't feel protected. Mm-hmm. And so being able to communicate, yeah. I don't feel protected. And Danny had to get a revelation of, you need protection? Because <laughs> I'm scared. You're like too. a giant cactus. What needs to be That's protected? the T-Rex in the goat story, he tells. I love that story. I love being a T-Rex. Somebody actually gave me a pet. I'm not a pet. <laughs> a pet T-Rex? I haven't seen that on the farm. <laughs> a stuffed animal T-Rex, whatever. But um, once he had, oh, mm-hmm. like she needs me to do have this different reaction. So when I would get upset, he would step closer to me, like trying to get close to, you know, (laughs) a porcupine, but it would be like, what do you need right now? And me having to go inside myself and figure out what I do need. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when I health coach, I talk to people and one of the tools we use is stop, challenge and choose. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had to stop myself. Mm-hmm. I have to challenge myself to do something different yeah. and then actually choose that other way. And Choosing love over fear. Absolutely. Yeah. And then as that uh, muscle got stronger, we had less and less conflict because, mm-hmm. oh, I get, I can, I'm in charge of me. <laughs> oh, You're in charge of you. That's a rational thought. Uh, crazy Same revelation. <laughs> but it really, that was the beginning mm-hmm. of so much transformation in our lives when we both owned our stuff because dad realized, oh, Danny realized mm-hmm. I am not protecting her yeah. and I don't feel protected and this is my trigger. So yeah. complete transformation after that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's amazing when when you get to come into both your roles how you're supposed to. So yeah. if I can, can submit and show you my heart and, yeah. and show you this place of I'm scared, I need protecting, and then we give them the opportunity to to love us like Christ loves the church, which is our covering yeah. and our protector. 
we get to thrive. Yeah. Our best gets to be on display. Mm -hmm. And so much of that is being willing to stop, challenge, choose. I love that you said, I remember that. Um, and go inside yourself and, 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 and think, what can I own? I mean, it goes back to being a powerful person. Yeah. And, and so much of this is I have to be willing to continue to do my work so that I can be really proud of what I say that I'm bringing to this mm -hmm. instead of look to them as they're always to blame, which I mean, early years of marriage, which is why I love, I love doing young married stuff. Cause I'm like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. sweet thing. Here's <laughs> the problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you both are. Yeah. So let's, let's watch you grow. Let's watch you develop. Let's. Mm -hmm. And so working with someone that's hungry to make those changements, changes and adjustments and actually dig in, I, I get so excited for the potential of their marriage mm -hmm. because I see two hungry people that are, you know, going to war with each other. But if we can help guide them to own your stuff and on the yeah. other side of this, you know, you could have this beautiful mm -hmm. marriage. And I love being able to stay in my role. Like to have that conversation with Ben, I'm like, oh, this feels like I'm a made up scenario in my head that's never going to happen. And I feel stupid for even talking about it, mm -hmm. but it, I'm, it won't go away. So if I don't confront this lie, then it just begins to grow. Yeah. And that's so much of this submitting piece, this um, not understanding what the Old role Testament. means. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and I think really my heart for, for wives out there is don't don't stay bound to that curse. You know, right. live in the freedom that that Jesus gave us this, this other opportunity. You know, yeah. and um, you know, do your job of that, mm -hmm. and you know, control your freaking self, as Dad yeah. says. <laughs> worry about yourself, and and stop trying to to worry about him. Yeah. So absolutely awesome. All right, we're gonna dive into some questions, and we'll be back in just a minute. As a business leader, what if you're doing people development all wrong? See, great leaders know the importance of investing in the human side of their business, but many either don't know where to start or they use traditional approaches that don't really work. Old training approaches like buying everyone a leadership book, bringing in a speaker, or doing a once a year offsite might feel good in the moment, but are often a waste of time and money. And that's because when people get back to work, they just slip into their old habits again. You see, personal growth it doesn't happen all at once, it happens over time. That's why the new way to develop your people, strengthen your teams, and invest in your culture is to create an ongoing people development system, not a one-time event. But how? Well, I'm glad you asked because I've got a free gift for business leaders that's going to help. I'm Charles Cowan, founder of the people development company GrowthStream. And we've discovered a simple but powerful four-step system that makes development easy. And we're giving away our secrets in a free training video. In this training, you'll learn how to develop your people in less than one hour per month using our simple four-step system. Plus, you'll learn how to do it yourself if you have time or outsource it if you're busy. So if you're a business owner, HR manager, or leader and want to learn about the new way to develop your people, strengthen your teams, and invest in your culture, then go to growthstreamtraining.com to see the video before it's gone. Again, that's growthstreamtraining.com.
All right. Well, we've got some questions, so I'm going to go ahead and read those. But if you do have a question for us here at The Kylo Show, you can go to thekyloshow.com and you can record it. Always love to hear your voice. It's kind of fun for us. Um, or if you don't want to do that, because I get it, it's a little more intimidating, you can just direct message me or my dad. Ben and my mom are not necessarily going to always be on here, but... <laughs> We could wait. We could save it for them. We could give it to them <laughs> through their Instagram. But Instagram's a great way to do that. And um, yeah. All right. You ready? Let's go. So first question is, how do I submit to my husband when he doesn't have value for the Kylo 5 um, and doesn't understand when I talk with these tools? So it sounds like wife is read the books, doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. Husband has no idea and can't really translate very well. What do I do? All right. Well, I I would, you know, I think anytime I'm in a relationship with someone that's not familiar with this, I do adjust it to some. Sure. Yeah. You know, I I don't know that I, um, I feel powerless around you. In chapter four. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) as I've memorized it all, um, I, I think you can just adjust it to, uh, more generalized language. I think everyone really mm-hmm. understands powerless, but when you say I feel powerless and I have a mess to clean up, people go more literal, like powerless, like you're weak and you have a, yeah. like you spilled something, you know? Yeah. So, um, I wouldn't not use the tools. Mm-hmm. I just would adjust to, you know, make sure that he understands when you, when you say that, mm-hmm. that it actually, he understands what it is that you mean by that. Cause when I say I have a mess to clean up, I've said that before in parenting and they don't understand that it's not a, a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> it's that it's a relational mess. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my first thought just on mm-hmm. not stopping using the tools, maybe just make adjustments um, or clarify. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say um, make sure you're connected when you're having conversations. Yeah. That's part of the, you know, Kylo five is really, Make sure you're having that. But I, I think there are times when um, we need to use our eye messages when we're talking and, and tell, maybe explain to someone how important it is that this thing you're learning is really important to you and you would love for them to join you in it in some way. And don't I don't want a parent without you. I don't want to, you know, I want to have a relationship where we're we're working on our connection and the goals of our marriage together and and I, I remember just changing language a few words helps you know I I tell the story but Danny likes to drive faster than me mm-hmm. um, and and being able to say you scare me you know I'm afraid right now when you drive like this or rather than yelling at him and him saying, you're not my mother. You know, those were the fun days. Or even he used to be gone a lot. He was a foster social or foster care social worker. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, you're always gone. You care more about those kids than our kids. Ridiculous statement. But I don't get a great response when I come at him like that. But if I say, we miss you when you're gone. We need you here. I get a whole different mm-hmm. person, you know, back, that was back in the early days. But Change your language, maybe mm-hmm. use your eye messages. Um, and should you submit to him? Well, if there, if we're talking about an abusive situation, that's a whole different conversation. But just in general life with your husband, inviting him in to mm-hmm. join you on this journey using your eye messages would help. 
Yeah. I, I think the the invitation, is, it goes a lot further than we're going to do a, a book study this summer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many ladies I have met with that say, I bought my husband the book, but he never reads it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know that he has a problem yet. That's the other yeah. thing. You can't work harder on a- someone else's problem. Absolutely. They're willing to work. But you could pose it as, I want to be closer to you. I want to be more intimate with you. I want to do this well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that I've hurt you. I think that Mm -hmm. I've scared you, and I don't want to do that. So if we could talk on the same language, that might help. And the other thing I know a lot of, I've worked with ladies that, you know, they've picked up every marriage book that you can find and put it in front of their husband. Put it under his pillow. Yeah, and, and those are those are again can be painful with someone that feels like they're already failing at something. Right. It would be like, you know, I have a weight issue and my husband buys me a book on how to lose weight. <laughs> like what That'll go over you can, well. Here's this book back and I'll be throwing it. That's <laughs> to your have head. that fail on your head. <laughs> that that's very painful message to me. Totally. You know, and it it's it's just like um Danny's not super handy, like he like he's great in the yard, but he's not a carpenter and he's not an electrician. And I remember I married into yes, that. Thanks for bringing Ben in. Um, I remember one time saying to him, let's put, let's build up bookshelves in our living room. And he just, <laughs> he just looked at me and said, yeah, let's do something I suck at and put it in the middle of the living room wall. So everyone gets I was me. like, Oh, I just didn't even, I just thought, Oh, sure. we could figure it out. Cause I was, you know, my dad was super handy. So he was always doing things. Yeah. Um, he didn't do cars, but I just mean, it's, it's the message and how it's sent is really important. (laughs) And I think that's the part to pay attention to is how the way you're going about this is, is it, is it praising him to be better or is it trying to pull out or, you know, highlight what they're, yeah, what we suck at and. So I think your approach makes a really big difference. Yeah. And um, and I know a lot of ladies have been really successful. You know, we just had our Kyler University and a bunch of these ladies that came through, they changed themselves. Yeah. And the experience that they're having in their marriage is it's confronting things, mm-hmm. but they're more assertive and feel powerful to bring change to their part of the relationship. Yeah. And it is got these men going, what? What are you doing? Exactly, and I, I for the better. And yeah. so there's some friction because there always is when you change things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fruit of it is really powerful, and and it's coming in a different way. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna work on me yeah. instead of trying to control you. Right. So. I mean, I always say, own your story, mm-hmm. embrace your journey, change your future. I mean, you work on you, <laughs> um, and while you're working on you, it's usually noticed by your closest. Um, Absolutely. You know, family and friends. And so there, there'll be an, a time of invitation. And, and when, when this, the, the question says, do, do I submit? I would say you should change that word is do I honor? And the word is absolutely, yes, you should honor your husband, yeah. even though he's not reading the Kylo five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next question we have, um, you reference parenting. So it's funny. It says, yeah. my husband has a different way of parenting than I do. Mm-hmm. How do we become partners without feeling like I'm controlling him or telling him what he needs to do? Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, Ben and I definitely had a different way of parenting in the yeah. beginning. Um, well, I would say we still do just because we're very different personalities. Mm-hmm. But we have the same goal and we have the same tools, which helps. Yeah. Um, 
for me, I had to let go of control of trying to make it look the same way that I would do it. Yeah. Knowing that Ben wanted to do a really great job. Yeah. And, um, and I had to trust that he'd get there. I, I, I get there faster just because I, I have a different level of grace, which we've all talked about. Tolerance. Yes. <laughs> That's a nicer word. But I, he's got so much grace. And so it, it just was different. But I also worked with ladies where their dad, the dad and their husband are scary mm-hmm. and not fun. Yeah. It's re- different. I think that's a good point. Different parenting styles doesn't mean that one's right and one's wrong. Mm-hmm. One, they're just different. Um, I remember when you went to Australia the, for the first time and met Ben's family. They're two oh, yeah. Aussies. I was and 17. You would, you would, yeah, you're 17. <laughs> and you would call me and say, it's so weird. They do that. It's just so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. I'm like, quit saying weird because it's just different. They're eating cold pumpkin, you know, whatever they're doing. <laughs> Um, they're eating pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Not in a pie. All what that. is that? What are we They're doing eating beans for breakfast, whatever it is. It's not weird. It's just different. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, what happens. In, mm-hmm. And you do have, when you first get married and start having kids, you do have your normal that you brought into the <laughs> marriage yeah. and and styles that you learned and you have to unlearn things. But it um, this question kind of reminds me of um, when your kids start in school and you, as they start old enough and they start changing classrooms to different teachers, mm-hmm. that certain teachers have different control than another teacher. Mm-hmm. And it's the same child, by the way, going through all of those mm-hmm. classes, but they're a different child in every classroom because that teacher has a style that is um, working to keep them all under control and, and, and their disrespect levels low. Mm-hmm. And then there's the teacher that just can't get a hold of their class and it's all the kids' fault all the time. There's blame. So if you move that over to the parenting style, even children that have to go from parent to parent mm-hmm. um, on weekends and, and all of that with custody um, and visitation, you you get your yeah. kid is a different kid when they're with you than they are with the other parent. But, so the common denominator, you know, is the child, and then the ones that are changing is the the one in authority. So, yeah, your husband or spouse can have a different parenting style. I'd be waiting for them to have a problem. You know, if you can't get the kids to do the things that you want them to do, and you see that, I, I mean, in, personally, that happened to me. Dad, dad was uh, going to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always have these way back stories, but. You know, you kids were little, you're the oldest, and he all of a sudden, he didn't say a word to me. He didn't say, hey, I'm learning about this new parenting style, (laughs) and here's a book. You know, he just started... (laughs) Silently testing out his theories that he's learning. So he's he's, (laughs) uh, using, you know, some of the tools of love and logic, like Mm -hmm. uh, giving choices and, and... things like that. And I'd be like, what the heck is he doing over there? <laughs> but you guys are responding. So it took about six months of that. And I, I was, uh, I had a sassafras <laughs> attitude about it, of course, sometimes, but at first. <laughs> of course, sometimes. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> you can count on that in the early days that I was full of sass. Uh, I was full of disrespect, actually. And, but eventually I was like, what are you doing? You know, what are you learning? Or where, so, so, um, learning new parenting styles often takes time mm-hmm. and trial and error and, you know, 
giving choices and things like that. You give wrong choices, you know, they just, they just yeah. like, you still didn't get anywhere with them because you gave them the wrong choices, you know. <laughs> like, so oh, it, no, having so. grace for each other as you learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say waiting for that parent to have a problem mm-hmm. um, and then yeah. come in and be a help, be mm-hmm. a help to that problem. Sometimes when um, they don't have a problem, but you're having a problem with the way they're treating the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, that becomes a marriage thing now. And that's when you get to say, hey, the way that you're you're talking with the kids, it's scary and it's hurtful. Mm-hmm. And I am having a really hard time feeling safe with yeah. what's going on. And, and that becomes a different conversation that you get to have because all of a sudden it's now violating your relationship yeah. instead of your individual relationships with the child. And and so being a pay, paying attention to like, where does this actually fit? Are you just trying to control? Are you just trying to do it your yeah. way? Or is it a, now a marital issue that you should talk about of like, I, I'm feeling scared. You're the anger, the mm-hmm. disrespect, you know, it is now I, we, I wouldn't let anyone talk to our kids the way that you're talking to the kids. So right. what, what do you need? How can we help yeah. you? Cause this is, and that's again that becomes a different conversation. It's a, let's partner together. Let's mm-hmm. let's gang up on our kids. Basically, <laughs> is that should, what you guys did? Yeah, it's let's gang up. Um, we were outnumbered, so you know we had to get together. But I think saying let's if there's something that's happening, let's let's pull together you and I and figure out the strategy around this particular problem that our kid is having, whether it's homework or bedtime or mm-hmm. whatever it is, um, and and just really just pull together and and shoot at the target, not at each other, you know. That's good. Good stuff. Uh, All right. Our next question that we got was, should we give respect and submission to a man who hasn't earned it? Again, the word uh, submission and respect, uh, I, I think most men, that is one of their triggers is they, Disrespect is very, very painful, mm-hmm. and um, but but in that is you know should I give honor to my husband? Should I be disrespectful? You should ask the question to yourself: Should I be disrespectful to someone who hasn't earned it? Um, would you, how do you feel about? Should you be disrespectful to a teacher? Do, mm-hmm. Should I be disrespectful? Because you're going to have teenagers someday, and you're not always going to get the respect you feel like you deserve for mm-hmm. sure. No, the answer is yes, you should be respectful. Um, submission, I think, you know, in laying in there, we don't know her particular situation, mm-hmm. but, you know, if you're not safe, sure. um, then you there's boundaries that are really you know, hard um, that, you know, I had a, fr- a friend that actually re- at some point in their marriage, she decided to never drive with him in a car again. Mm-hmm. They're married, raising kids. They're still married. But he scared her so much and would not adjust mm-hmm. that they took separate cars everywhere they went. And um, that caused other problems. It's, it's a money issue. It's a, yeah. you know, it's it's inconvenient you know, that two parking spots at the restaurant, I mean, all of it. Um, but she set a hard boundary because he just would not adjust at mm-hmm. all to her communication. How she was communicating, I don't know. We but, don't know the part, yeah. Um, there are times for, in in cases, you know, some, some you know, 
sometimes, you know, men are communicating poorly, and so it feels like they earn disrespect, but I don't think they're, you're ever going to win. Mm-hmm. You're never going to feel good about it the next day, um, bring in that level of disrespect. So I, I agree in that I think about should you be disrespectful to the homeless man, to the police officer <laughs> that gave you the ticket? I mean, yeah. wh- where, where, are you where would you like disrespect back to you because you weren't very respectful? Mm-hmm. I mean, hello, put that on display. So I, I think about that you should always be respectful regardless of whatever this person yeah. is doing. Um, submitting... Uh, do the, they have to earn it? I, I think that you're, you live in that free space that we talked about in the New Testament versus the Old Testament and the curse. But there are levels and boundaries that come with right. that. Anytime I give you my heart or I'm extremely vulnerable and you violate that, well, that's not what the Lord is doing. So I'm going to live submitted to you as long as you're going to be honoring and nurturing towards me, but I'm not going to turn it off. This is that juggle. Honor all people. Yeah, and the struggle of keep your love on is I want to turn it off because you're scary. Yeah, I think the submission thing you got to figure out what's the switch. Is it a dimmer that you've got going? <laughs> is it a hard on and off? Like yeah. wh- how does this work? Because submission to your husband for me a little bit is like keeping your love on. I can still have a boundary with you, mm-hmm. and I'm still going to be honest, and I still desire to give this to you. But if you cannot take care of me. I'm not going to punish you for that. I'm just going to make adjustments until like your example of them taking two cars was great. Very different, you know, than the finances or sleeping together. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm going to still show up and give this because that's what I'm called to do as a wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't handle that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to adjust this and hope that you get to have that back, that, that more vulnerable level, not that you have to earn it, but that you are desiring and nurturing it just like my mm-hmm. heart. So yeah, we don't deserve honor from the Lord. You know, it's not based off of how, you know, his love for us and yeah. conditions in our life make us feel unworthy, but he sees us as always worthy. Mm-hmm. Um and and that that honor level and you know, honor all people. It, it's absolutely yeah. that is the boundary, but vulnerability is different. I think if if I'm in a relationship with someone that's always disrespectful or pulling out the submit to me, you know, mm-hmm. control freak, uh, you know, tactics, then then my vulnerability to you mm-hmm. is limited because the more vulnerable I get, the more painful you are. Yeah. So I can still honor you and love you and communicate yeah. to you, but my I'm not giving you my full self because I can't. I'm scared to. Mm-hmm. And I think th- that would be something that they need to know, that I would love, like you mentioned earlier, to be closer to you. I would like the goal of our marriage to be connection, and I, that's, and I want to give my full self, mm-hmm. and I'm afraid that mm-hmm. you're going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and, and, you know, you talked about the more extreme cases of abuse in and so if there is extreme levels of control where you can't have access to your money, you can't have access to, yeah. you know, even your own body, you feel like you have to, yeah. you know, these are all things that are, are are flirting in the and in the abusive circle. So yes. we're talking about, um, you know, being in the, in the normal of I'm just withholding because yeah. I don't like how you treated me. Mm-hmm. So make sure you got some You're clarity. Punishing, yeah, but I am. I'm withholding my submission and and giving trust and communicating my heart and vulnerability because I don't like how 
-hmm. you talked to me or you handled that situation or I felt embarrassed or I felt scared. So I'm going to pull away. So it, yeah. it feels very similar to keeping your love on. And there's, at some point, people need some help out of that. Yes. It, it, it's not, it's beyond reading a book or listening to a podcast. It's, you probably need some professional help if, if neither one of you can be honest. Mm -hmm. um, so you need, a, you need a ref, you yeah. know, um, and that's okay. Totally. That's okay. I, I think we didn't pay for all of our wrapping <laughs> that you guys did. If anything, you owe. <laughs> we are, we are very indebted to, yeah. uh, we paid maybe in grandkids. I don't know if that's yeah. the, I don't know if we've got it. That's gold bricks, right? Yeah. There. I figure that's, that's how we even the debt, but I, and that's, I don't know that Ben and I paid for counseling. Ben had different seasons where he was seen somebody. I've yeah, seen somebody, and, but too. we growing up in this uh, wealth, I think, We've been submitted to leaders our whole life, and I yeah. think that's that's health is let me go and show somebody because clearly I can't see the problem. Mm -hmm. you, know? And, you know, when Danny first started doing uh, counseling, he would sit with women that had gone to their pastors, and their pastors said, you need to submit to your husband. Um, don't find one of those kind of counselors. <laughs> find find a counselor <laughs> yeah. that is equal in, in, in your yeah. roles and... Find one you both agree on. But, yep. Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a good conversation. Thanks for talking about the S word yes. with me. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, again, we are excited about just uh, hopefully challenging you ladies out there in the wise role to be brave enough to look at your stuff and to, mm -hmm. you know, ask hard questions and to keep your love on and keep pressing in and not living in the curse, but living in freedom. Yeah. And um, yeah, because whole healthy people create whole healthy families. And that's what we're all about here at the Kylo Show. Yeah. And if you want some extra help, go. Go find family coaching. Go find family coaching. Yeah. We love to help people over <laughs> there for sure. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Never miss an episode of the Kylo Show by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch us on the Loving on Purpose YouTube channel. Don't forget to submit your questions and testimonies to thekyloshow.com. The Kylo Show is produced by Allie Armading, co-produced by Ashley Beck and Anna Hill, sound engineer and edited by Taylor Silk, and show promoter Christian Zamora. Don't forget, whole healthy families, gonna save the world.